Ahoy there, crew, and welcome to the Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots. Episode 3, Thorn in the Side. Ha! Got you again! You were supposed to be going easy on me. Thought I was. You're both doing great. Oki, try to ease up a little more. Dove, let's go back over your footwork. So, Cap, you think Dove's ever going to be able to take Oki in a sword fight? <laughs> I can't even be Oki, and I've got decades of training on him. They do seem to enjoy it, at least. Yeah. It's nice seeing Britta back in her element like this. It's been a while since she's had a new recruit around to teach. Much less one so eager to get their hands on a blade. Captain? Yes, Tassavale. So the ship took a lot of damage from those mermanities. It's going to take a lot of time to do all the repairs, especially out here in the open water. I think we should consider making it stop on the mainland. Hmm. What a fair bit away from any land. Even if we could get there in time, the Erin will probably have eyes out for us everywhere after what happened with Dove. If it's something beyond your ability to fix, then I'm afraid we're in more trouble than we thought. Oh. I mean, in that case, I can, I can fix it. Probably. Wonderful. So there's no need to worry? Well, in theory, but... Also, it's a big job, and the bigger the job, the more likely my magic is to mess up, and there's so many facts. Ah, yeah, fixed the ship plenty of times before with no issue. I trust you, Tess. You're Tession's best engineer, normal and magical. <laughs> That's a bit of a stretch. If you need any assistance, I'm sure any number of the crew would be happy to lend a hand. Alright, if you insist. Oh, this is a bad idea. Ooh, ah, Zinkis, would you go over my Oki it's time to set up for lunch? And send Dove to see if Shazala needs help. On it, Cap. Do I have to go help Gisella? I don't think she likes me very much. Don't worry, Dove. Gisella's like that to everyone. She'll come around. Eventually. If you say so. Um, hi, Gisella. Sink is sent me to help with lunch. Oh, there you are, Gia. Whoa, what is that? Gia? She's my dragon. Is she clockwork? Indeed she is. Taz made her and gave her to me as a sort of alternative wedding ring. <laughs> oh, so Dia is short for diamond? No, short for Geomondus. Destroyer of all. <laughs> cool. I've never seen engineering like this before. She's amazing. Has Tass ever thought about going to the engineer citadel? Absolutely not. But why? She would be amazing there. Oh, she was amazing there. And those people, her family, They're not made sure that her best work never saw the light of day. They're not my family. What happened? Taz, Taz found evidence that something was going wrong with the clockwork. Turning it wrong, making it hurt people. Then she called it the clockwork curse, and the citadel, the Aaron Halls, 
who keep the school funded, told her that she was making things up and that it was her fault her creations were turning wrong. They made her the laughing stock of Riaviel. So Taz got the shell out of there. Corbin was her assistant at the time, and even without any magic, he's an expert at mixing up explosives. Combined with Taz's skill, they made quite the diversion. Wait, I've heard this story before. That was Tassavel? No one will even say her name around the Citadel anymore. She's like a scary story now. Good. They should be afraid of something. After all the squid they put Taz, their, their own students, through, they're lucky they only got off with a bruised ego. The Citadel, the Aaron Halls, it's a tough subject for a lot of the crew. I didn't realize. I thought at least the Citadel was okay. Well, you thought wrong. Could I take a closer look at your dragon? Sure. She's mostly friendly, but be careful. She play bites, and her little teeth pack a punch. Hey there! Aren't you something else? Engineering is pretty amazing. Start with just some gears and scraps of metal, and make something that can think for itself. And to think it all came from necromancy. <laughs> I guess it's the same thing in a really weird, disturbing way. Same as how people use old abjuration magic to make tattoos. <laughs> I've got just about the whole kitchen on me. If I need a whisk, all I have to do is... And there it is. It's just like abjuration, storing something and keeping it safe. And engineering is breathing life into something that has none, like necromancy. I've seen tattoos before. My mom, Lady Aaron Hall, keeps her best jewels in a tattoo on her leg. I didn't realize engineering was the same sort of repurposing of old magic. <laughs> Still, I've never seen anything engineered with so much personality. That's Taz's signature. No matter how hard she tries, everything she engineers always has a little bit of curiosity or a little sass. It's one of the things the Citadel hated about her. Well, they were stupid to think that. Oh! Look at that. She likes you already. <laughs> all right, all right. I didn't just bring Gia out for fun. Come on back, me girl. All right, my little destroyer. Please bring the sandwich to Taz for me. She's been all fluttery since we woke up, and I don't want her missing lunch again. And Dove, go round up the rest of the crew for lunch, will ya? Got it! Stupid warp wood. Ugh, shut up. Meat, ah. Stop. Hey there, Dia. What's this? Oh, must be lunchtime, but huh, I've only been working for an hour. Well, I guess I'm off track of time again. I'm worried about the ship, Dia. The wood's all warped. There's still mermaid blood on the deck. Corwin's too busy sharpening blades. Oh, because obviously that is more important than the thing keeping us afloat. Not you two. Everyone keeps going away. As soon as I say this might be more than I can fix. 
what they do is he's hunting me up. Dread Pirate Steve's sixth toe, not them again. Who's them? The Iron Banjos. They've been the rivals of the Forget-Me-Nots since before either of us were on the ship. Something to do with the captains? They bicker like old enemies. There's definitely something up there. And whenever they show up, they're looking for a fight. A fight? Oh no, I'm not ready for a fight. Reda said I still can't get my footwork right. That's why you're going below decks. Stay out of this one. You're gonna be fine, I promise. Now go! Zinkus! Core! You got my sword? Polished and ready to go, just in time. Thanks, third mate. Ready to bust some banjos? You bet. I fear your information is outdated, dear captain. We haven't been near Raviel in ages. Matter of fact, we had feet on the ground in torturing just a week or two ago. Did you now? Funny thing, we heard some whispers out of Oseram that the dread pirate Arroya Melvin had struck again, and not too long ago. Made off with Tyvold Aaron Hall's youngest, held them for ransom, and then took the money and the kid, too. Hmm. It appears your information is outdated, dear captain. We have no Ehrenhals on this ship. Hmm. Just like you have no Mendenhals, either. Damn right. Now, it just so happens we found ourselves in a bit of a low patch. You know, slim pickings, what, with everyone having their guard up in the south now. And if you recall, you still owe me from bailing you out in Calaba. Oh, bailing me out? So that's what you call looting the ship while we were being chased down the mainland. I took the very valuable jewels you stole and kept them well tucked away so you had nothing to hide when the authorities boarded your ship. You are welcome. Interesting. And where might those wee jewels be that you so valiantly stole away? <laughs> um, well, we needed a new mast, and you see, like, Celia really needed to buy some chocolate. And you need a new stolen technique. Zinkus, greet our guest, please. Is that any way to greet an old friend now, Zinkus? You. Celia Nunnally. First mate of the Iron Banjo, my arch enemy, and probably the only reason I'm still standing. We went way back. Our time in the Salabin prison overlapped for a long while. A year in side-by-side -side cells did make a person familiar, but any warm feelings I might have had disappeared a long time ago. She's a terror in a fight. While you dodge her cutlass, she'll catch you with her hook. There's a dangerous glint in her eyes from behind our crossed swords. We've always been each other's match in skill. I can't let my guard down for even a second or- Boop. How dare you? Boop. Did you just 
Oop, my nose? You're always so predictable, Zinkus. You always focus so hard on the sword you forget to watch out for the hook. Now, I know you don't want to fight, so just hand over the gold. How much did Hawthorne pay you to try that line? A few gold pieces and the rest of our chocolate stash. Now, are we going to do this the easy way or the fun way? I'm disappointed you even have to ask. Banjos, attack! All this for us? Really, Celia, you shouldn't have. Only the best for you, Snookums. <laughs> oh, was it something I said? In your dreams, honey cakes. I do love it when you talk sweet to me in a sore fight. We do find ourselves in this position quite a lot, don't we? For all the salt in the sea, Zinkus, shut up and help me get these fleas out of our hair. Fully. Now there's a good pet name. Behind uh, you, Z! Ahoy, folks. And you. Uh, where the shell did she go? Duck, Z! <laughs> nice one, Oki. Just like we practiced. Where's Celia? Look! The captain! Oh, sea and stars. <laughs> you were always jealous. I was better with a blade. Better with a blade, perhaps. Lucky thing, I was always better with two. Besides, you were always jealous I got out before you did. I was biding my time before we- Oh, Liz! It was a miracle any time you shut up about how bad you wanted out from under old Captain Sourdog and how you'd be ten times the captain he ever was. And which one of us became the captain first? <laughs> Face it. Wherever you try to go, I'll always be one step <laughs> Strong words for somebody fighting a losing battle. <laughs> it's cute that you call this a battle, but don't count us out yet. Rub the banter thorn and help me out here. You're a fine one to talk, Celia, or should I say a honey cake? Ah, betrayed by my own first mate. I know, I'm the worst. Ah, thanks for the opening, Celia. Oh, you are both insufferable. I do my best. I should have just kept fighting Zinkus. You're in luck then. Gotcha. Sneaking up from behind, that's a new row for you, Zinkus. You just did that to me. I said it was a new row for you. Now shut up and let me go. Make me. Whoa. Captain? Oh, water's getting rough. Whoa. Uh, you, you might want to make a break for it while you still can. The water's perfectly calm, Arroya. Are you so sure about that? The shell are you doing? You'll take your own crew out. You'll take out the Discord. A ship would cost a whole lot more gold than we got from the air holes. Is it worth it to you, Hawthorne? Is it? You are absolutely mad. <laughs> Nothing you didn't know already. Clam it. Oh. I just got this banjo too. Picking too many fights. People not making enough banjos. Move out! Until mm. ah! next time, I'll see you in your dreams, dearest cabbage. You wish, my beloved toothpick. Captain?
What was that steering maneuver you pulled there? The Maya was almost on her side. That, that wasn't me. But you said that- uh, I saw an opportunity and I took it. But whatever made us drop like that, it, it wasn't me. The banjos turned tail and sailed off. None of us took much damage besides some bumps and bruises. I for one consider that an absolute win. The ship, on the other hand, was a little worse for wear. But our vessel was sturdy and she carried us through much worse. Did make the cleanup more entertaining, though. Zinkus, have you seen the captain? I really need to talk Before to I could get into the thick of picking up splintered wood, I headed below deck to check on our new recruit. Dove? Where'd you go? The fight's over. You can come out now. That sounded bad. Bad? <laughs> that was nothing. The Banjos may have us beaten numbers, but they've got nothing on us. Chased them right off. Sure you did. Is that doubt I hear? You think we didn't send them running away faster than a clam digs in the sand? Sounded to me more like they got scared off by rough waters or something with the ship going all over the place. Maybe that helped a little. What happened with the ship anyway? It got all tilty and I heard shouting and then it all just stopped. Okay, well the captain came up with this brilliant plan to swing the ship around, throw the banders off the rhythm. You know, I mean, sure, it spooked us all a bit too, but hey, it got the job done, right? Think you could warn a kid next time? Still feel like I'm gonna be sick. We've all been there, kiddo. I spent my first few weeks on board with my head in a pail. But look at me now. The way your sword practice is coming, you'll be right up there with us before you know it. If you want to, that is. One day. Maybe. Even when the fighting was bad, I could hear... laughing? Like you were having fun, even though there were people trying to kill you. The banjos? Trying to kill us? Nah, they never go that far. I think the captains enjoy their rivalry a little too much to ever end it. They knew each other before, you know? They'd both been captured and put to work on the same ship. Retta, too. Apparently they both wanted to be captains, and Arroyo just got there first. The captain got captured? That's not quite what happened. Retta, I didn't hear you come down. I can always hear the sound of people slacking off on work. Well, uh, just just see here. Dove, Dove here is still feeling a bit seasick, and I'm doing the noble work of keeping them entertained while laid low by illness. And you're entertaining them with the story of mine and the captain's daring journey to piracy? I mean, it is a good story. Scoot over, then. If we're filling our new recruit in on the past, might as well tell it the right way. <clears throat> Aroya used to be a deckhand on a trade ship that belonged to the Mendenhall family. My family. She was constantly in trouble for her antics, but, lucky for her, old man Mendenhall had a daughter who quite enjoyed getting into trouble with her. And that daughter was you? Indeed it was. My father hated the idea of any of his kids marrying below our status, though. The amount of times I got the, you can marry anyone you like so long as there's Hall in the last name speech. So, we had to hide from him. Which worked for a while. When- Retta! Retta, I need to borrow you for a minute. Give me just a few minutes, Taz. I'm in the middle of a story. But, Retta! I'll find you when I'm done, alright? No, it's just... Mm, fine, I'm gonna look at the tabs. Keep them Anyway, Aurora got in hot water with another deckhand, and they told my father about us. He was so angry, he demanded Arroyo be thrown overboard. 
I told him if she went over, so did I. He didn't believe me, and I'd been aching for a way out from under his rules anyway, so the crew tossed Arroyo overboard, and I jumped right after. I wish I could have seen the look on that old barnacle's face. Arroyo was so mad at me for following her, but all we could do was hold on to each other and stay afloat. It took ages, but another boat found us, and they gave us a place to stay long as we pulled our weight. We saved up the little bit of pay we got, and Arroyo might have helped out with a little stealing here and there, but who's to say? After years, we had saved enough up to start our own crew. Wow. They're something else, aren't they? You're both pretty cool. For a couple of old married people. <laughs> I'll let that one slide for now, kid. Also, not officially married. But didn't Tass call the captain your wife? Yes, but we just call each other that because we love each other, and neither of us plans on going anywhere anytime soon. But we never did the whole ceremony or anything. I have been thinking, though. Thinking about what, Wolf? Oh, nothing, nothing. Has Taz found you? It seems like she needs to talk to you. I think it can wait a wee little bit of longer. Can I actually borrow you and Zinkis for a few minutes? Come with me to our quarters. Okay, okay. Look, look, I don't know what you saw, but Celia definitely started it. That's not what this is about. Right, 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 right. Um, you look tired, Captain. Is everything okay? Yes, yes, everything's all right, but uh, you're right, Zinkasa. I am tired, quite tired. And that's what we wanted to talk with you about. Uh, are, are you telling me that you're sick or something? <laughs> me? Sick? Oh, come on, you know me better than that. Uh, then what's going on? <sighs> when I was younger, Zinkis, I, I knew I wanted a life at sea. I wanted to travel, you know, really see the world. Can't say I imagined myself as a pirate, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. The thing is, I never took the time to consider what comes after I always thought I'd live out my days on the water, going on adventures and making new stories, but I've come to realize I can't do this forever. Neither of us can. What we really want now is to live a calm life together. I never thought I'd say this, but we want to settle down. And I think we're ready. So, in a few months, we're going to retire. What? No, 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 you can't just step down just like that. You, you hold us together. Zinkus. You're like parents to most of us. I mean, what are we supposed to do without you? Zinkus. I mean, go back to scraping by on the mainland? We can't do that. We can't. Zinkus, what makes you think that us leaving means the end of the forget-me-nots? We're nothing without a captain. Why is Retta my first mate? Because you love her? Oh, well, uh, yes, but also... Because she's the one who you trust the most to take over if anything ever happened to you? Exactly. So tell me, what would happen if both the captain and the first mate were gonna step down? I mean, logically, the next captain would be the second. Oh. You want me to be the captain once you leave. Now you've got it. I... I never thought that... You uh, you really trust me to be the next captain? There's a reason I made you my second mate. 
You're exactly like I was when I started out as captain. Excited, stubborn, <laughs> reckless. Just because I'm hard on you doesn't mean I don't trust you. I just don't want to see you make the same mistakes that I did. Um, you really think I could do this? I don't think so. I know so. So, what do you say? Okay. Okay, I'll be the next captain. Oh, for honestly, does captain's quarters mean nothing to anyone? No time. Get on the deck. What's going on, Taz? Another attack? No, 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 no. I've been trying all day to get your attention, and now just... Ugh, just get out here. Ooh, I know better than to say no to an angry Taz. Looks like she got the whole crew here. I haven't seen her this worked up since she lost that one really tiny screw of her time. Everyone, shut up! I said shut up! <coughs> Especially you know how. <coughs> What's going on, Taz? <sighs> the ship's alive. What now? The ship. <laughs> He's alive. Well, that's new. Ahoy, mateys. I see that you've just met the incredibly dashing and heroic Hawthorne. Truly the real star of the show, if I do say so myself. <laughs> no, that's a bit of a lie. I believe that award may go to our mischievous and now sentient Mayo. Wonder what they'll get up to now that they have their own opinions. If you love the episode, come chat with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Our handle is at ForgetMeNotsPod. Additionally, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. Maybe even recommend us to a friend. We always love a new crewmate. Finally, if you want to help keep this ship afloat, come support us on Coffee at Forget Me Nots Pod. The Adventures of the Forget Me Nots was made by the following people Katie Bailey as creator, lead writer, and co producer, Gabby McDonald as editor, sound designer, and co producer, and Molly Borowiak as writer. This episode starred Rory Eggleston as Zinkus McGee, Mac Gagne as Arroya Meldon, Ashley Erickson as Retta Mendenhall, Cameron Sterling as Dove, Jamie Wong as Oki Lingar, Leah Eggleston as Tazavel Silstara, Molly Borowiak as Gisela Silstara, Aiden Anarino as Corwin Nodaly, Katie Bailey as Celia Nunnally and Dia, and Gabby McDonald as Hawthorne Pembrel. Exit music is Urban Gauntlet by Kevin McLeod. The Iron Banjo riff was written by Gabby McDonald and produced by Donnie Fast Productions. Full notes for attribution of sound effects are in the show notes and description. Again, thank you and see you soon for episode four, A Boon and a Bane.